Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. It's a fantastic day. So um, we've we've just recently opened a, a day service here. It's the first day service for the Alzheimer's Society in in Wexford itself. And um, so we're, we're having the official opening by um, Minister Mary Butler, and we're very happy and pleased about all of this. And we've got a really really good turnout and um, excellent local support as well. Well, when I was coming in, I didn't know what to expect, but I heard fiddles and bow rounds yes, and yes, yes, there's some yes, atmosphere here yes, today. Yes, yes. So we, we, we've had a couple of individuals who, who, who gave talks, including the minister herself. And then after that, um, we went upstairs. We have a function room up there. And so we had a buffet and like refreshments and some lovely music as well. And everyone was mingling. There's lots of conversation going around. And uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's lovely to hear the sound of it all. And we also still have some of our, our, our clients to actually use the service and their families. They're, they're, still remained here so they're down in yeah. the day room there and possibly I think one or two of them might like to talk to you. Well I'd love to talk to them what's your own function here then, your own um, main role? So um, I'm, I'm the um, daycare manager and the home care coordinator in the Wexford area for the Alzheimer's Society. And they, they are two roles that are uh, difficult roles to fulfil but I'm sure very rewarding are they? Yes yeah, exactly, you hit the nail on the head, they are very rewarding roles and um, it, but it's like we work as a team like I'm, I may be the manager but it takes the team to uh, actually you know, run the service, and um, we have, how would you say, very good uh, relationships with, with the families themselves and 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 the clients. And um, it's been a very very positive outcome, you know, yeah. with with regards to day service and the opening of the day service. So when you well. say daycare coordinator and and home care coordinator as well, yeah. so so you, daycare manager yeah. and yeah. home care coordinator. So yeah. you actually yeah. then link in. So a family comes to you. So what happens? Yes. Yeah. So so initially, like we we might get a referral either from. Um, the family themselves from their GP could be a public health nurse um, social worker or you know a clinician in the area and so they did make a referral to the service and to actually avail and use the service um, you have to have a specific diagnosis of Alzheimer's or dementia and and once they, they, they make the referral um, we would uh, you, you, we, they'd, they'd be put on placed on a waiting list um, because we, we would have but we'd, we'd kind of kind of like let them know we'd send out correspondence we've received your you know your, your application and and then when um, we have hours available, we would do a, 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 a kind of compact kind of assessment. Yes. Yeah. And we'd either go to the family home if it was home care or if it was daycare, then the family would come into the service, they'd view the service and we do the assessment there. For, what for will this new facility mean? What, what difference does it make now? Um, and who does it cater for? Because we're well, in River Chapel. Who, yes. where, where are the people coming from? Well, we, we are in River Chapel, but, but River Chapel are known now. Don't count... count Code me because I don't have the uh, exact, but there is over six and a half thousand individuals living in River Chapel itself. So I mean, it's the Greater Gory area. So mm. we're 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 looking at, and um, we have at this moment in time, um, you know, a large referral list. So um, you know, waiting list, I should say, um, for the day service already. Yeah, well, yeah. I wish you the very best of luck, yeah. Mary. A wonderful day. Okay, and thank you very much. Not at all. Pleasure. Okay. All right. I'm joined now by the Cahirlook of Gorey District Council and Kilmuckridge area as well, uh, Donald Kenny. Donald, this is a great day for the parish, isn't it? Yeah, good afternoon, Alan. Yes, great day locally and uh, for the Gorey area and River Chapel, uh, you know, because Alzheimer's is something that's getting very common and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's doesn't mind age either, you know, it's, it's something that can hit you in your late 50s and possibly earlier, you know, so it's it's great to have it in the area and it's like what Mary Butler said there, you know, even, 
even, even if they only can get a couple of hours in the middle of the day, it doesn't have to be uh, hours at night or, you know, it could be the day, the morning, the evening. It just gives the people at home a, a chance to get out and maybe do their little bit of a shop or whatever. So, like, it's, yeah. it's huge for the area and I'm just delighted that to be associated with it and delighted to be asked down and it's a lovely facility and, uh, you know, when you see the patients here and, and, and uh, the, the help that the, the ladies are giving them and uh, they're, they're so at home, like, they're just yeah. they're delighted with it. And it's, it's, it's a case of uh, she stepped out and I stepped in. I just missed her because I just literally came up from, from Wexford after the radio programme this morning, so I missed uh, the minister. So, I mean, what was her core message? Yeah, well, her core message, the, the main thing, was she was... By now, it's like she's going to drill in the money into uh, projects like this, and uh, once the work has been done and and the huge research and all that's been done by the team here, like she says, she's totally happy with what she sees, and that you keep the work going and we'll keep the money to you. And look at yeah. this, looks to and, be the and, way. And, she and is. the money for this was it fully funded by the government, or did it come from fundraising as well? No, I think there's an awful lot of this was, was more or less funded. Yeah, and uh, this is the forty second facility now that's opened in in her time. You know. It's she's opening another one in Waterford uh, uh, towards the weekend or uh, sometime over the weekend so that'll yeah. be 43 so like it's 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 something that we're trying to grow it up to 50 anyway you know yeah. and which would be a big help in, in areas you know well of course what's it like to be a family member of a service user and Tony very kindly has come to talk to me today Tony I can see by uh, you're very taken by what you've witnessed here today all I can say is this is a wonderful organisation and it's helping every uh, people with dementia very well. Also, the girls that work here and the staff and the main lady, Mary, are so kind and considerate and understanding and this, the support is overwhelming. Um, what can I say? Uh, they had a, the original opening today and we had sandwiches and food, etc. here and there was ministers here, people from the government, people from the community. Everybody is, is working hard. What can I say? It's a marvellous organisation. My wife is 60 years of age and she has dementia. And she's, um, she's struggling to tell you the truth. And the support is phenomenal. Not only have they, have they given her one day here, seven hours, they've given her two. And she's like a little child. It's absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And anybody else that may think they're... Uh, suffering from this disease uh, this organisation will do their very best for you yeah. and, and that's all I can say it's a wonderful organisation I, I can sense from you just a sheer relief that there's something like this here if you, if you don't mind t- talking to me a little bit about your wife Tony when was she diagnosed or how did you first become aware that something was wrong uh, it, it's very strange uh, Tricia used to drive up and down to Dublin um, in, in a little uh, crash with children in, in Tala and she just decided to give it up about five years ago. And she took a, a, a similar job down here in Gorey. Um, maybe the change of, of scenery or the change of job or something, uh, she just uh, started to, to just um, change. So uh, to make a long story short, she decided to maybe take up a little course in in the in um, the Vitos course, sorry, in, in opposite the library there. I can't think of the name of the, the school, the educational school there. And... What happened was she, there was mats on the on 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 the uh, course, and she was finding the mats very difficult. And yet, Tricia would have had a very good honours leaving when she was eighteen. So little things started to 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 progress. Then the pandemic came, so it was very hard to diagnose. 
um, the doctors in the community thought at one stage it was just anxiety maybe with 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 the COVID. However, uh, when she went to James's then and got the scan, it was uh, just dementia. Right. And um, but the good news is she's in very very good form. Yeah. And um, is she get, getting treatment, medication? Can it be slowed down, or what's uh, happening? She has medication. She's on three different types of tablets, and it's slowing it down all right. But it's still progressing, if you know what I mean. Right. Uh, um, but uh, she knows she has it. The one thing about her, uh, and she gets a little bit sad sometimes that she can't coordinate the way she used to. But uh, what can I say? Um, uh, there was better times, but these are th- these are these are sad times, but happy times, if that makes sense. And is it affecting her short or long term memory at the moment? At the moment, her long term memory is not too bad, but. In order to do the long-term memory, you kind of have to... Do you remember doing this? Oh, yes, I remember that. But the short-term memory, what happened yesterday, could be difficult. Right. Could and, be difficult. and she has no difficulty recognising you? At the moment, thank God, no, 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 no. no. That's, I'm very, very lucky that way. Very, very lucky. How are you staying strong? Is this helping you? Uh, I have good days and bad days, to tell you the truth. But, you see, not to talk about myself, but Trish and I went to divorce and we started again. So we've had really... 15 wonderful years before this 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 came you know yeah so um i'm i i, I can't get very sad there's no doubt about it but uh at the same time i i'm, I'm happy yeah I'm happy and and uh with this community here at the moment and the spirit and the, the people that are helping us you feel now you have support oh absolutely absolutely and to be fair to the government when it was diagnosed as well that you know they they they, they, they didn't make things difficult right. and then um, they helped her out in many ways and uh even with a little, little bit of a pension, she has her own money and she can deal with things like that. And uh, like uh, this, is, it, it, it's wonderful too that support to be there as well. Well, Tony, I'd like to thank you for being so honest and coming in and talking to me. Not an easy thing to do, and to wish you and Trish well. Thank you very, very much. I just felt I needed to say this to congratulate and thank the people and yourself to come all the way out here too. No, not at all. And, and to put, put it out on the on, on the radio. Well, it's been a most enjoyable visit here today, and of course, the stats for Alzheimer's are quite uh, astonishing, really. An estimated 64,000 people living with dementia in Ireland, and 2,163 of them in Wexford alone. And we just heard from Tony there talk honestly about his wife, Trish, at 60 years of age, diagnosed with it. So it's no respecter of age, is it, Andy? It's not really. I suppose it's, it's a condition we would have largely associated with older people in the past, but with the enhanced diagnostics now which are available, which is certainly a plus, we're seeing a lot more younger people being diagnosed as well. Mm-hmm. And I suppose there might have been a reluctance in the past where people maybe felt they had some of the symptoms coming on to go for that uh, test or, or diagnosis. People are, are putting themselves forward now as well. And I suppose that's the, that's the point to make to people as well. It's hugely important that they do have, get the diagnosis because there's a lot of interventions that can ensure they live well as well. Because yeah. I suppose in the past we might have looked at dementia as being the bit of a, you know, a death sentence of, of sorts and, and you know we, we, we look to the very end but the point I would make is there's a huge amount of life to be lived and it's important that they live that as well as possible as well. Right, it's coming to terms with it and I know that there are, I've, po- I've spoken to people about this over the years in South East Radio and one or two people have been very honest and said we were aware something wasn't right with mam or dad and we kind of went into denial and we tried to disguise it. Now you are the CEO of the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland. What do you say to somebody who may be listening to us this morning and may be doing the exact same thing? 
Well, I'd say that, uh, you know, I think it's a, it's an Irish response or reaction. I think it's within our psyche as well, yeah. and particularly with men as well, in terms of any diagnosis, we, we, we try and ignore and it might go away. But the important point I would make, if peop- most people who do get the diagnosis have a fair idea, and I would encourage people to get that earlier rather than later, because we can do a lot of work. Based on what symptoms, Andy? Based, based on the, the usual forgetfulness, particularly in terms of the short-term memory. Now, there's a whole range of different types of dementia. There's about six or seven in total, of which Alzheimer's is probably the most... Uh, uh, the, 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 the most um, uh, most common yes most common yeah. uh, but essentially it's the short term memory that uh, and the loss of those skills as well uh, we'll all through the aging process have certain degree of forgetfulness but certainly in terms of the ongoing short term memory that's always a, it's always an issue that should be checked out as well you know, this is a day to really be positive two little words important words be positive I sense positivity here today yeah, the positivity is hugely important, as I say, and a lot of that is to do with the stigma of of, uh, of dementia and, and Alzheimer's. I mean, looking back 10, 15 years ago, there was significant stigma across Ireland. I had my own family uh, uh, experience with, with dementia as well, and certainly what I would have seen 15 years ago has significantly changed since as well. People are more open about it, and when people are more open about it, the community is there to support them as well. Yeah. Certainly they get the support support from ourselves in the likes of the, the wonderful day centre here and indeed through the home support etc I think it's up to over 300 hours on a weekly basis we'd be providing in the Wexford area and there's room for more of that and that would be obviously in collaboration with the HSE but there are supports out there and having that diagnosis ensures that not just ourselves but your community and family are there to make those slight changes that are required in terms of accommodating you in your everyday life as well be that going down to the shop or be it participating in your local community etc you are my final guest so yours is the final word so as i i leave this wonderful daycare center in river chapel here uh, in the core town area of Gorey uh, for the Alzheimer's Society of Ireland with, uh, I've spoken to the Cahirlock of the, the local district mm-hmm. and he reckons that there's, there's much more coming down the track My f- final message is I think we have the will in Ireland, we certainly have the political will we saw a Minister Mary Butler who is the Minister with Responsibility who's been hugely supportive in terms of our work over the years but as I say, the next is to ensure there are the resources, the pre-diagnosis, post-diagnosis etc and that supports and services are put in place to support those people to allow them live as well as possible it's something we shouldn't be well I won't say we shouldn't be afraid of certainly we don't want that diagnosis but as I say if we do it's not the end of life there's a lot more life to be lived and that's the point I would make a message for County Wexford then in particular and for somebody who has just had a diagnosis I would say get in contact with herself, we, we have our helpline which is open six days a week we also have a dementia advisor who's available to speak to the family, speak to the individual just to point them in the direction in terms of what's available within their particular county and certainly from an ASI perspective we are in North Wexford today, we do provide the home care across Wexford but I think there's there's probably room for, for, for more expansion here in terms of providing those services for people living with dementia Southeast Radio's Morning Mix Chat, News and your views Alan Corcoran